life on the road. It's bees, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. I'm so tired. <laughs> I fell asleep. I, tired. I had thanks. I had, uh, I don't know. I sat down to do some work and my kid was asleep and I had like an hour before you guys came over and fucking zonked and I woke up like right when you texted Once me. Once you have a kid, it's over. You're never sleeping again. Yeah, That's yeah. what I've heard, which and is so, why I never plan to have one. Or if you go to Vegas and you know what? I don't drink very often and I drink on this trip. I'm still exhausted. Yeah. I'm just like, I feel like I was run over by a truck and I was like hung over the, uh, the whole five days I was there. So having a kid is I like wasn't. being in Vegas, We're in Vegas all the time. <laughs> I was at the Orleans. Oh, there's a comedy club there now? Yeah, Big Al's. Big Al's, wow. Heard yeah. good things about it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Road Stories, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, sipping a cup of coffee. Woohoo! Oh. Uh, coming to you live from a beautiful uh, mm-hmm. Southern California day. Um, man, what? It's got to be like what, 75, mm-hmm. I think. 75. So nice. It I is a good it. one. It's going to get hot in here. We're all going to sweat. It's going to be awesome. Um, no real announcements right up front. So let's just get right to it. I'm very excited about this episode. <laughs> I am. I'm super excited and I'm getting my energy up. This is, you know, a lot of listeners know I usually like to have a theme. See if you can guess what the theme is today. And then I will, uh, at the end, after the introductions. To my left, uh, uh, um, a young woman I worked at the Ice House with uh, on Sunday. Um, I met her in New York. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Did I ever tell you this story? I don't think I ever told you this story. Uh, Helen Hong joins us, first of all. Catch her in the new Coen Brothers movie, which will make sense with this story right now. <laughs> uh, listeners know I was in New York. I lived in New York for three months last year. And uh, awful. Oh my <laughs> Where God. in New York oh. did you live? Tribeca. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awful. the. Yeah, the, the I know. I was going to say, you, you want to see awful. Try a basement in Astoria, which is where I was living when I met you. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I, mean, but I lived in Astoria for a while. You did? 20, did you live in a basement? No. 24th and 26th. Oh, I lived on um, right off of uh, Astoria Boulevard. No, that was Broadway. Oh, Broadway. That's Broadway. a cool street. The Q? You take the Q out? Yep, the yeah. Q or the, the N. N. And Broadway was my stop. That's I lived right off the Broadway. I mean, I, I lived so close to the subway that like when I was in bed, I could hear bing bong. The next stop is Astoria <laughs> Boulevard. Like that's cool. Because the trains are elevated. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So you can literally hear everything. Awesome Greek food though. Yes. Best Greek food I've ever had. Never yes. been to Greece. I lived but. in the basement of a Greek family and oh, they yeah? were growing grape leaves in the backyard. And that was the only good thing about them. <laughs> was it a studio? <laughs> it was the only charming thing about them. It was a studio? It was a studio apartment. It was a, a private home. Separate entrance? Yes, separate entrance. That I love you to get the details. Like you're gonna move there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Are they still? You're like, like really? How much? Still renting? Yeah. <laughs> Is Was that laundry? still available? <laughs> that basement nine thousand dollars a month. <laughs> It's true. It's so I mean, expensive there, man. About New York. But you, but you, there was in the Tribeca area. No, no this is in Astoria, Astoria Queens, I was, which I was is in Tribeca. nowhere near Tribeca. Which is a good area, right? I yeah, I'm just, just saying there. New York nice. blows. That's all I'm saying. I don't care where you live. You can live in a basement or you can live on the 22nd floor of a... Uh, it blows. I was, so, I was so sick of it. I couldn't run home. But didn't I, you like how you could drink and not have to count your drinks because you have to drive? <clears throat> I had a baby. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> this might this might add something to why okay. I was so fucking miserable. So I couldn't drink. I couldn't go. I couldn't enjoy 
the New York that I wanted that I used uh, to I told my wife I'm like I used to walk through the city with a bong and like a beer in my pocket and now I'm walking through with breast milk you know it's, it's just no fun of yeah because your baby was young then yeah we had, when we met we had him in December and we moved to New York in January oh that's so crazy he was in, you had a brand new baby brandy new so anyway so my wife goes to this is why we went to New York I was gonna be a stay home dad in New York and I was gonna do a lot of stand up at night and that didn't happen <laughs> and uh, uh because of the baby and so, but I came home because I had a string of shows, like two weeks string. So I came home for two weeks, j- jumping all over California. And the last night was Sunday night at the Ice House. And I did Sunday night and I meet Helen Hong here. Fly to New York, take the red eye, got drunk on that, Bobby. And <laughs> slept, yeah. slept till noon, kind of woke up hungover, stumbled to my wife's office, which was just right up Broadway there. I, you know, she brought the kid to work, so I'm hanging out with the kid, and I'm in her office, and they have all the pictures of the actors on the wall, because she's a costume designer, so she has them up there so she can get a mm-hmm. feel for them. And I'm looking over, and I see Helen Hong's picture. <laughs> I'm like, I think I know her. <laughs> that was really, that was a small world moment. That was an extremely small. Your wife was small. like, my husband's a comedian. And I was like, really? And we, it was so weird that we had ha- happened to have just met. Like literally like within the last 48 hours. That it was, was so was random. Really so look for uh, Helen in the new uh, Coen Brothers movie. I saw it. It's great. And she's awesome. I'm so excited. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. Because you're Coen Brothers. Yes. I give both ovaries to work with them. It's worth it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> an ovary each. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I an love... ovary for Joel and a jo- an ovary for Ethan. But they're great, and I heard the movie. I haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. but I heard it's awesome. It's what do you play? The I play the Asian one. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. No. <laughs> I am. I'm the only Asian person in that movie. I play the wife of a... Murray's thinking about it. <laughs> I guess Was so. There, were there any other Asians? I don't know. No. I don't see Asians. No. Um, I play the wife of like a Jewish guy <laughs> at a dinner party, and we're interacting with the lead, Oscar Isaac, who's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. really good. Wow. And it was so cool. I only have five lines, but they I made them count. There man. are no small five no, lines. Yeah, it was great. And you're like this little what, frumpy, not frumpy, but what's yeah, the frumpy. stuffy little goody two-shoes? Yeah, and that was the funny part about it is like, you know, the, your wife was like showing me all these amazing 60s outfits and I was like trying all these like rad 60s dresses and I was like, oh my God, I'm full on Mad Men right now. Like I look hot. And then and then the directors, Joel and Ethan would come in they'd be like, no, she needs to be dowdy. And I would say like, <laughs> no. So I ended up wearing a twin set and like a bad skirt, like a tweed skirt because they really wanted me to be not cute. And I was like, damn it. Speaking of bad skirts. Uh, the next comedian joining <laughs> us today. <laughs> Segways. Good segue. Um, it's been opening for Spade a lot. Been trying to get you on for a while, huh? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. But yeah. uh, it's good, though. That means you're working or were working at the time, and now you're not, and that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I brought that up. <laughs> uh, Bobby Miyamoto uh, joins us uh, today, which I'm really excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited too. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can match the Coen Brothers. Oh, that's all edited out. Don't worry about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then to my right, sometimes you fight with people. Sometimes you bicker over texts and emails about setting up a time. Sometimes they nag you so much you just have to put them on. Uh-huh. <laughs> just back from a drunken trip to Big Al's Comedy Club I in Las Vegas. Drinking, you said you were drinking, Lynn. I you wasn't. said it was like you were hungover, like having a baby or something. No, I don't know. No. I'm still tired. Lang Parker joins us on the program today. Lang. Yes. How are hey, you? I'm good. Rocking a guinea tea, by the way, for my East Coast friends. 
Say what? A guinea tea. That's what it is? Yeah. yeah. So we used to call it in Jersey. Wow. It's a wife oh, beater. I always thought it was wife beater. That, I mean, that's where I'm from. Yeah, so guinea what, tea. It's guinea very tea. New York. Yeah. All right. And you know, guinea it's tea, appropriately people. racist for New York. Mm-hmm. Wow. But they're all Italian out there. I'm Italian, so I can say it. You can't, Helen. I find that oh, offensive. No, no, I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. So what happened in Vegas? Anything good? I had drank a lot. I didn't. Why don't you? I did not I, drink a lot. Why don't you drink? Because because Vegas, when you do, you just feel, I feel like shit. Crap. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can, can I? You can swear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you re, because of the heat. It's so dry. And, and it's dry. Yeah. You got the, the stupid oxygen pumping into the hotels. You got the smoke. It's you know, disgusting. you're right. Because the last time I was and in I, Vegas, I got so hammered. And the next day, I wanted to die. <laughs> I don't know how people can go to the the pool and start drinking. I yeah. feel like crap. Well, especially if you're, would you do a whole week there? Yeah. The worst is, right, f- well, you come five in strong days. by Thursday when it starts becoming busy, yeah. you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's when your good shows so are So I, I maintained yeah, yeah. it and I had a blast. I saw Love, the circus show. Mm. Circus oh, cool. I've never seen that. down the best. Really? I, I've seen like seven of them and I got to go behind the scenes. Oh, is yeah? that the Beatles one? Yes. Mm. And I hate the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. I what? don't hate them. I, I know, I know. Back <laughs> off. I'll, I'll leg wrestle you. I... Who I'm hates not Murray, the Beatles? Murray is so the Stones offended. are mine. I like Who? the Stones more than the I like Beatles. the Stones too, but I love the Beatles like eh. every other American eh. and person who likes I'm, music. I'm the I'm the other. But I I went in there and with an open mind blew me away. And I didn't have to drop acid. I felt like I was on it. You know why? Because the Beatles are like great. They are. They were. They were fantastic. My toe was tapping the whole time, and my mouth would not shut. Yeah. Up. Let's see the Stones pull that shit off. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I love I love a Cirque show, and I heard they're doing a Prince one now, which oh. I can't wait. That would, that would be good. Oh my god, I can't wait. I've never seen That's, a Cirque show. I've never seen they're one. They're great. Yeah, they're in really the humanity good. one. It's all sexual. Oh Jesus! Mary Especially Joseph. like in if you go to the like in Vegas, they have like designated theaters where mm-hmm. they're just always playing. Yeah, yeah. And so you can get seats where you're like underneath the acrobatics, mm-hmm. and they're going on over your head, and it's great. Oh, yeah. that's awesome, Bobby. Where did you get started? In comedy? Yeah. No, in, in, in Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> in his mother's womb. <laughs> we By the hope. way, I like the shirt. Volcom, that's a good shirt. I like shirt. Yeah, I'm sweating in here. I um, told you you're going to sweat in here. Um, water. Drink water. I started in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I had a writing job. Oh, really? For radio. Okay. And then do open mics occasionally at coffee shops, mm-hmm. and then I got laid off. So I just started doing stand-up and then I'd open for people at like random places mm-hmm. and then go out and do like bad one-nighters, yeah, yeah. like a triple run here and there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I just started working and then I would do colleges and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Wait, Helen, do you, you're not from the East, you're from the East Coast, right? I am, yeah. So do you know the triple runs, the infamous triple runs? I don't know runs? the triple runs. Oh, give it, my listeners have heard a shitload about them. Give them a little, give her yeah. a little rundown of how that works. Mm. Do you like to drive? <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No exaggeration. 700 miles between gigs? <laughs> yeah. And then turn around and come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, the next day to do another little city that was one that you were just by. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how comics do it. I mean, this was years ago, but gas wasn't the price it is now. I don't know how anyone affords, where do they get like feature acts to do that? I don't know. Because he doesn't pay anything. Still, he still doesn't pay anything. He hasn't gone up or anything? I don't know. I would, yeah, why am I asking you? You haven't done it in a while either. But yeah, it was like a hundred bucks 
you know? Yeah, I mean, I've done the that's, East, that's I've done the East Coast yeah. versions of these shows. Oh yeah, but they but the it's worse because I would be doing them on a bus. What? Oh, yeah, no. because I lived in New York City and I didn't have a car, no. and so I would be taking crazy train plus bus routes to deep in Jersey or deep into Pennsylvania. Ooh, in Pennsylvania, to make, deep. you know, That's and you'd be, big. I'd be on a bus for like seven hours, like a crappy bus with like, you know, vagrants. And then I would get off and like do my 20 minutes and make like $75. Well, how would the bus always stop by the gig? <laughs> it wouldn't. She it it wouldn't. Like it. Yes. I would have to like blow a guy in the back yeah, of a pickup totally. to then get to the rest of the gig. No. Right. Already <laughs> sounds better than a triple run. <laughs> no, I like the, uh, you know, the other comic would pick me up at the bus station mm. or, you know, they would send like a waiter to pick me up at the bus station or yeah. I would sometimes walk. Oh. What was the farthest you went out from New York? What was the farthest you went out? Do you know offhand? Um, I like from the city anywhere as far like getting to Pennsylvania is not close. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, yeah. on a bus. Yeah. It's really not close. And so I just I, I, I it's yeah. I mean, the, here, I will say here's the thing. It's it's good that the public transportation exists. Yeah. To yeah. Be able to do that. Yeah. Right. Because if you're a New York yeah. City comic, you don't have a car. And yeah. my manager at the time used to always say, you know, the first three letters in career. Uh, yeah and he'd be like i just and i'm like i can't i can't afford like i'm already making like two thousand dollars in doing this and then you want me to spend a thousand of that on a car and then try to park that car in manhattan somewhere are you insane yeah i would i did colleges when i was in new york and i would just rent a car out of LaGuardia. To do college in the city? No, no, no outside no. of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there yeah. was like a college yeah. That totally makes sense. Maryland but something. you're doing a college, so you're making at least $1,000, yeah. right? I'm talking right. about literally gigs in the back of rest- Italian restaurants deep in Jersey for like $75. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because I would take the bus, and it would be like a $20 bus ride, <laughs> but it would be like a four-hour $20. <laughs> I, I just picture you like pulling this, bink, it's my stop. <laughs> just pulling a little... little <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was hilarious. I paid my dues, man. Yeah. I really did doing those gigs. So. I don't know. I don't know what was worse. What would you rather do? Would you rather take a bus out or would you rather do a triple on a car? Uh, in because a car? I'm I love driving. Yeah. I throw my dog in the back and we just go and I just zone out and I think about my life and then get depressed and almost kill myself. <laughs> and yeah, it's a good time to think. Yeah. <laughs> just think if you're on a bus, everybody's thinking about killing themselves. What a party. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would drive. I think the difference is, you know, the distance you guys went probably is way further. Like, I don't, I don't not believe that it was 700 miles. It probably really, really you was. You had to get an oh, oil yeah. change midway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you are, yeah, no lie. You, yes. Because yeah. things just aren't that far apart on the East Coast. You know, things are way closer together, but on public transportation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just a string of one-nighter bookers all in the kind of monopolize the Pacific Northwest and yeah. there's not a good gig in the lot. And it's, there's hundreds. <laughs> there's hundreds. Did you of do just, those gigs? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did uh, a, a guy named Don Parkins used to book him who was kind of like Tribble's rival. And that <laughs> That's was another it. thing I don't understand. What's that? About the rivals. It's like, look, we're, we're, we just want to work. Okay. So whatever your little, little crap that you got going with each other, just be a smart when you're a comic and don't go the next week and do that gig that's right next to Tribble or whatever, you know, do it a couple months later. 
But why, you know, the, I oh, I get so pissed off and like fucking grow up. <laughs> All right, they I'm still done. do that at clubs too, man. They do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Pl- well, a little bit in Vegas, you know, don't play here or there, and I'm like, ah, yeah. I just want to work. But I feel like it's funny in Vegas because in Vegas it's like you're you're on one end of the strip or the other. Yeah. Like that's, the, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Like, right, and you're going to be playing to <laughs> the same funny. people. No, it's exactly. a weaving door, Vegas. There's, you know, the porn convention is this week. The, mm-hmm. the construction workers are next week or the... Do, yeah. do you find that problem, Bobby, when you're playing to 6,000 people uh, in front of Spade at the MGM Grand? It's the Venetian. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's the opposite end of a triple gig and because it's a private jet right <laughs> it's a suite at the and it's only a friday saturday show wow. you're home by noon on sunday yeah oh. Ugh, that is pretty sweet. i mean i've done those ones where the tropicana and the back in the day the riviera yeah 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 where it's two shows a night and like I said, on by Wednesday, I'm done. Yeah. And if I didn't have new material doing 14 shows in a week, wow. I hated myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the four oh. queens. Remember the four queens had a club downtown. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I never did that. Oh, that the was the LA awful. Comedy Club. Monday, yeah. Monday. Yeah. No, this was Make before that. Complete but. sense. LA Comedy in Vegas. Mm. Complete. Mm-hmm. Monday through Sunday was just. Oh, you just wanted to <laughs> Vegas even on vacation three days. No, yeah. mine's two. Really? Seventy two hours. Bam. Yeah. In and out. Get me the hell out of there. Yeah, by the third day, you're kind of like, okay. Isn't 72 hours three days? Well, whatever. But. <laughs> <laughs> Two days. Sorry, we'll break it down. 48 hours. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I, sometimes when it's not so hot, I throw my bike in the back and then I go to Red Rocks and then, you know, mm. bike oh, so you're there. productive then. Yeah, I have to be. I can't just sit in my room. I'll lose my shit. I'm like, I'm, just, I'm sitting in the room nursing the hangover. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm it's just... Uh, Motorcycle or bicycle? Bicycle. Oh, okay. What do you do with the dog? He stays in the room. Oh, you have a little basket for him? <laughs> no. <laughs> dog. You he travel loves- with somebody? You travel with another comic and bring the dog? Sometimes. Oh, but I tell them. That's but awful. the dog is cool. My dog does not like hang on other people. He does not bark. Everyone that has met him, hands down, and not one person, everyone has said, you got a cool dog. I'm Can like, I borrow your dog for an audition? Sure. <laughs> Actually, I have the same problem audition. I literally yeah. got asked by my agent, yeah, like, me too. do you have access to a dog? Like, it wasn't even like, do you really? have a dog? Like, can you borrow a dog <laughs> on June the 23rd? And I'm like, yes, I probably can. Ugh. I probably can. You do. You tweet a lot of pictures about, or t- Facebook a lot of pictures. Where do you get started? I don't I think I know you, and I don't really know you. Exactly. Who am I? Hmm. I got started out here. I was. I moved out to Los Angeles from Wisconsin, and then I started getting into improv classes. And then a guy in improv said, uh, "Hey, I book the old people's home on Fairfax, and I for entertainment. And you should come on." Can I bring my dog? Well, he wasn't alive then. Um, And he said, "You know, just." I'm real it's quite a, a I'm pitch. Real PC. It's such you know a what funny I'm way to say it. Like, I booked the old people's home. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm funny. sure he said convalescent. I have a hard time saying that word. Oh, that's all right. I'm sure he said something really smart and intelligent. Me, I just keep it real simple. <laughs> the old farts home. And so he, I'm, and he's like, why don't you come on down there and do some stand up? And I'm like, what's that? I mean I, I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't. And I'm like, uh, okay. No idea, no concept. Mm-hmm. Walked in there, ate crap. It was mm-hmm. awful. But the old people were so happy that somebody was standing on stage and just being there talking to them. Half of them were asleep, granted. But they were so happy that, you know, I did all right. But so I get off stage and this guy comes running over to me and he's like, kid, 
keep doing what you're doing. You're very funny. You got great stage presence. Oh, that's nice. So I'm like, oh, that's supportive. Nice. Yeah, all right. So I walked away, and this other woman come barreling over to me. She goes, "What did that man say to you?" <laughs> I just said, uh, "He, I have great stage presence, and I should just keep doing what I'm doing." And she goes, "You listen to that man. That was Milton Berle's brother." <gasps> so wow. I'm like, "No right. way. That's Sweet. so cool." And that's how I got started. But I j- gradually, and then I took a, a course with Bruce Baum comic baby baby man Bruce yes! I took yeah, a yeah. course with him and tried to understand you know how to set up punchline he lives and out here he did okay. no now he lives he up was in, in Thousand Oaks yeah no yeah oh, okay Milton Burl's brother, brother gave you his stamp of approval I know that's a cool story but Milton Burl's brother lived in an old folks home <laughs> right so that's, that's the kicker huh Milty wasn't as Listen, nice as we kid. thought he was I love I love getting the stamp of approval from older people because Especially in my case, like they're so charmingly racist about it. <laughs> Big time. Like, I I can, you can't tell had... Helen Hong is black. <clears throat> yes, Helen Hong is black. And um, I once had this guy. There's a club in New Jersey called Bananas sure. in Hasbrook Heights. And it's a great club. And I'm really friendly with the, the people there have always been really good to me. But they used to have this like 85-year-old regular who was like a war veteran and he just, he clearly like was a widower and just lived in the neighborhood and like had nowhere to go. And so he would come down to the club every single weekend. And I don't remember his name. Let's say his name was Burl. And uh, so he's there and he was just, they, you know, they had told me like, oh, he's here every, every day. And he comes up and he's like, are you performing tonight? And I'm like, yes, I am. And he's like, you're going to be great. I can tell you're a firecracker. You get up there and you send it in. You just send it in. You get up there. You do your thing. You're going to be great. I can tell. You, you just, you, no fear. Just get up there. Do your thing. You're going to be great. Pause. You know, we used to call you people gooks. <laughs> and he was just so kind of cute about it that yeah. I, I was just like, Great. Not, no concept. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't, it didn't come from hostility. Yeah, it yeah. didn't come from like a real place of racism. And he goes, you know, we didn't mean nothing by it. We called you people gooks. We called the guineas, the guineas, and the Polacks, and the Polacks, and you people were the gooks. Um, <laughs> and it was just, and I just started busting out laughing. And there was a comic friend of mine who was standing next to me, like on the floor, rolling <laughs> in hysteria, because it was just so funny. That's awesome. I got something like that at the Ice House the other night. No. Really? Oh, the other night, like last You know how they Sunday have night? the photographer at the Ice House? They have the guy. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. All, right, so All the girls names. know. <laughs> I, I will bleep it out because I got some stuff to say about him. <laughs> so he goes. There's like a studio off to the side where he takes headshots. He goes, "Can I get a couple headshots?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." So I'm smiling or whatever. He goes, "I don't know how to do this without." To he goes, "Now can you do this for me?" <gasps> Slanty eyes. Slanty eyes. Puts pull it, your okay. eyes back. Yeah, pull your eyes back. And I'm like, seriously? He goes, "Oh, it'd be a great shot." <laughs> I go, "I'm not doing that." I was like. Chinese or Asian people alone would crucify me for right, that. Right, right. And so, wow, I, I can't told, believe he suggested that I to told you. That to, uh, Kevin Farley and John Farley were hanging out, and uh, I told them, and he goes, he goes, the <laughs> the photographer <laughs> goes. He wanted to take them back to do photos, and he goes, do you want us to do Chinese eyes? He goes, I told Bobby that would be a great idea. <laughs> In what universe did he think that that was going to fly? And he was telling everybody, really, that that would be a great shot. Wait, and you are Asian, part Half Asian, Asian okay. Japanese. So he suggested because you're he wanted to make you more Asian. Yeah, I guess I'm Asian guy, and so 
Because he, huh. he's taken my photo. He didn't suggest it to me, but I guess I'm slanty-eyed enough. I guess yeah. so. Wow. I'm like appropriately slanty-eyed. He's like, for you, it would be too much. Crap. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. God, I would be so offended. I mean, what do you do? I mean, what would I just go, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not the type of guy that would just walk off right. for something like that. I'm just like, what a moron. Wow. I always, wow. every time I'm there and he's there, um, he never takes my picture. It, but like I was there with this girl Allison Breen who's maybe been on the show. Maybe if you did the slanty maybe, eyes. Maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe I'm not doing any kind of racial stereotype. I'm only saying I'm Italian. Maybe what if you had I a do? plate of spaghetti. Yeah, just have a meet the ball over here. Maybe I can get my picture taken. Huh? All right, I'm going to have to delete um, half of but that But clearly, <laughs> I still can't believe that he t- was trying to get you the slanty eyes. Kevin and John, they didn't believe me. That's And then he backed crazy. it up. He goes, I told him it would be a great shot. Wow. That's like if you said some horrible Jewish stereotype, like, hey, can you hold this bagel? That's almost the worst Asian thing you could do to some Pretty much. To an Asian. Yeah. And it's so third grade. Yeah. It's like, not and only who is would it would the find worst, that funny. Hey, exactly. Bobby Miyamoto is doing slanty eyes. Is that funny to anybody? <laughs> nope. How about this? I worked with a guy, and I won't say his name, Helen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're still doing, like, I couldn't believe, he's still, he puts on the, uh, his closer is the glasses with the Asian. I've I, totally seen that. I know who it is. Okay, yeah. and I and I was in the back of the club just going. Yeah, I know who it is, and I yeah, I've seen him do it. That's his closer. Yeah. yeah. And is he a working comic? Yeah. Yeah. We're on the road, and he does a whole like oh so sorry uh, buck teeth. So he's basically hey, doing as a person with buck teeth. I find that very. He's offensive. basically doing the character from Breakfast at Tiffany's from like 1960, like that. Who was a, who was a white guy? Exactly. Who played the Asian guy at the Breakfast um, at Tiffany's? Jerry Lewis. No, was it Jerry Lewis playing that? I think it was, wasn't uh, it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I know who I know okay, exactly yeah, yeah. who you're so, talking about. Yeah. Do you now? Do you ever run across any race? Racial comments, anything like that on the road? No, I. But you don't look I'm that Papa. Asian, yeah. yeah. Like so, you look like you could be like Italian. Yeah, I get that. I get people think I'm Jewish. People think you know Mexican. But I did when I was younger. Yeah, because I grew up in Idaho. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow. And it was I got it pretty because my last name Miyamoto. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I'd have teachers say stuff back. No, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, but. You know, it's changed. It's you know, things are different now. People are a lot more politically correct. Right. But I never got I never felt like I mean there were jokes, but I never felt people were malicious about it. Yeah. I never got that. Probably where were did you, you grow up? Were you the only Asian in Idaho? <laughs> there was <laughs> Yeah. No. There might I mean, have been. Seriously. There might have been. I was once in South Dakota and I was literally the only Asian in you know, the history even, of South Dakota. In Boise, <laughs> I don't even remember a Chinese, because I used to like to eat Chinese food and nobody liked Chinese food. I don't remember a Chinese food in Boise until I was in high school. (gasps) Really? Yeah. So your house was the Chinatown. Yeah, well, well, my mom was white, so not really. (laughs) Your dad was the Chinatown. (laughs) There was probably, if I had to think of Asian people, I think 50 maybe. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I'm there sure really it's di- are places in this country. Like I, re- I literally, I went to South Dakota to visit a friend in college, and I stopped traffic everywhere <laughs> I went. I mean, it, I felt like a panda bear. Right. Like it was like, look at the bear! Oh my god, what's it doing now? It's drinking diet coke. <gasps> yeah, I mean, 
I literally, I probably was the only Asian person in the history of South Dakota. Like, they could not believe it. Lang, you must run into a lot of problems <laughs> being as white as you are. Oh, I'm white. Uh, You're blended in the back wall. I was um, in Pine Top, Arizona recently, and I bought a slingshot made out of antlers, deer antlers. Mm. And I put you it in my- You out of what? Deer antler. Antlers. Antler. 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 Antlers? Antler. No, it's not. Antler. It's antler. Antler. I am the worst person for English. Just <laughs> like that. I, I make up shit. Yeah. It just sounds good to me. Yeah, antlers. Yeah. We're, so, I thought they were a combination horns. of antlers and ears. No. Oh, okay. No, you're, the horns. All right, yeah. Okay. I thought it was an ant that was leering at us. Antler. <laughs> anyway. So, um... Yeah, my education. Okay, so <laughs> I bought the slingshot and I put it in my back pocket and went on stage and I just riffed about it a, a, a little bit. You went on stage with an, a slingshot in your back pocket? Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. It was just, it was, it's a piece of beautiful work. Anyway, so I get off stage and this guy comes up to me and he he's like, you know what we call them around here? And I go, and I was so scared because I'm like, oh, this is going to go ugly. Yeah. And he said it, it's a... He dropped the N-word. It's an N-gun. And I'm like, oh. and I looked at him. I go, excuse me? He goes, yeah, that's what we use besides guns. We shoot. And I'm like, what? I'm like, ah. Uh. And he was white. He was whiter so than white. he thought you were on his side because exactly. you were white. And I kind of looked at him. I got big eyed. And I'm like, um, he, uh, I didn't know what to say. I didn't, you know, I don't want to. He was racist, and I want to tell him he's a dick, but I'm. But I don't want to. I don't know. I was just effed up, and I'm just like, um. I just usually smile and walk away. I, like I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. I don't to even that. smile. I don't justify it. I try not to. Ju- like I don't want them to think. Oh, he's just smiling. Walk. I don't smile. I would just walk away. Really? Yeah. I just yeah looked at him. I'm like, uh. I gotta yeah, go to the bathroom. it is awkward because you're like. I'm like, really? It's 2013. Yeah. You're still dropping the n-word, dude. Oh, oh. I forgot about this. I haven't even told this. This happened in Irvine? Irvine? Irvine. Yeah, Irvine. It was someplace close because it was just in the last couple of weeks. I forgot all about it. I do a joke about um, my son, uh, about wanting my son to be gay. And um, and I said, you know, I could be the only dad who hopes his son is gay. And the woman in the front row goes, no way. We have too many of them already. <gasps> Irvine. It was Irvine. That's right because it was wow. with Bobby Collins. Wow. Wow. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> like like during me. your set. Yeah, yeah. And no, then... we have too many of them already. <laughs> Just like, and, I, and it was loud enough that people heard it, but not loud enough that I had to say anything. So wow. I just skated over it skated and just, over it. it just moved over. She worked for the Boy Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, that would have been nice. Oh, I would have threw it at her. <laughs> I mean, even in my act, because like I'll make fun of Asian stereotypes. In, a, in an ironic and sarcastic way. And there are parts of this country that are so racist and so dumb that they don't get the irony factor. So they just think I'm like the Asian that makes fun of Asians. It's and they're so like, young. I totally am with you on that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you didn't get the sarcasm portion of that. Did you ever go back to Hawaii and do stand-up? Yeah. Is that where you grew up? Uh, no, my dad's side of the family's from there, though. Cool. Um, that kind of came out of the blue, but we were talking about that before you guys got here. <laughs> yeah, I've done. There used to be a club pipeline? There called Pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have. There's kind of a scene there. Yeah. You know, I always said that it would be smart to open a club in Hawaii, but just use local acts and go for the tourists because you could make money then. You wouldn't have to. I don't want to give anyone ideas because this might be my idea someday, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> 
you wouldn't have to pay people to fly over from the mainland. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have to worry about getting them a hotel. So you just use local acts. And it's like in New York, you know how they have there's there's that Times Square barking room. Yes. Where they're just it's a it's a shitty show. It's horrible. And they just they don't care if they're they know those people. By are, the way, that the owner of that place is racist. I be, I believe it. He always brags about mafia ties or something. Yep. But Raging anyway, racist. They don't care about the show. They're just let's use cheap acts. And if people, they're never going to come back to Times Square exactly. anyway. There's so, no repeat business. You don't have to worry oh, about repeat not business. Not that I'm trying to follow a racist <laughs> mafia guy's business plan. <laughs> but, I, you know, it's, it's a good idea, I think. Not Wait. his idea, my idea. <laughs> oh, and you're not going to tell us your idea? Patented. Oh, yeah, what's your idea? You use okay. local acts. There is a scene there now. There is a scene, yeah. And they're, they're, and they're pretty creative, and they do a lot of... Uh, People work over there yeah. because when a production goes over, like if a TV show goes over there, a movie goes over mm. there, a lot of smaller roles, they use local people because it's too expensive to fly people over. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like I have friends that, you know, just, you know, do shows there and they'll get cast in Hawaii Five O, And they probably worked on Lost. Yeah. Lost, whatever is there. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, Adam Sandler does a bunch of movies there also. Oh, yeah. my God. It's my dream to go there, to like live there. Oh, yeah. To live in oh, Hawaii? It's so beautiful. Where did you grow up? I grew up in New York. Oh. Yeah, New York and Massachusetts. And um, But I did. I went to school there for a year in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. UH, UH? Manoa, yeah. Ooh, what island's great. What island's yeah. that? Oahu. The, oh, okay. Yeah. I love Hawaii. Yeah, I went on an exchange program, air quotes, and I studied really hard, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I was How like, yeah, mom, oh. I'm going to go to Hawaii and really bone up on my marine biology or whatever the hell <laughs> how hard can you study in hawaii you can't. i mean I'd blow it off every day and go surfing it's so gorgeous and yeah i learned how to scuba dive i got scuba certified there and Stand i hooked up with some navy boys nice. from the naval base i had a where did you live there in manoa yeah i lived in dorm dorm housing yeah i did the thing about hawaii is like everywhere you go it's hawaii yeah you know it's like everywhere you look like it, it's a, it's the only place i've been that lives up to the postcards there How are come? shows in Maui. There are, like in the Civic Center or something like that. Well, I don't those know are about the big that, acts, but they probably. do. Yeah, they bring you know they'll bring names well, over. Well, I know like uh, that that group. I think they're on Oahu. That group of comics, uh, like they they'll fly like Graham Elwood out. Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. headline the week, and then they, but they'll do have local guys open the show. Yeah, and, that's great. And Graham and, was saying there's like ten local guys, and you're like, oh shit! But he said it was all great. It was like ten good comics. And then him. And you can get stage... I mean, they have their own little shows there. You get more stage time there quickly than, yeah. you know, driving... You know, LA is so tough because, you know, it's four four hours, whatever. If you want to do two spots, you right. know, your night's done. Yeah, yeah. But in Hawaii, it's... It, you know, you could go up every night there. Where's the nicest place you've uh, gone to work? Gone to work? Yeah. In- Stand up. No, I don't want to hear about your day job. <laughs> and they, they had in college. <laughs> Auto Where did I get started? In, in comedy? <laughs> <laughs> um, Blimpies. I can, I can say I've never gone anywhere nice to work. Like, you know, I had somebody on here talking about, oh, it was Jimmy Schubert last week was talking about working Caymans. The Cayman Islands mm. for two weeks and scuba oh, diving all day. Uh, scuba rough. diving all day and then going and do sets. Incredible. Um, Hawaii, probably. I yeah. did that pipeline. I mean, that would be my favorite. I've done the Caribbean, but to me, I think the Caribbean's overrated. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree yeah, with yeah, you. Agree. Super flat. I've worked in Puerto Rico, yeah, and it's really nice, but it's no Hawaii. 
Yeah, yeah you know, Ooh. I had heard everyone raving about Belize. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't I, I didn't think it was nice. I mean, it was nice, but mm-hmm. it didn't like. Ooh, you're gonna get some angry letters from Belize, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I have one listener in Belize, and I'm not lying. <laughs> I think when they say, "Oh, it's gorgeous," they're staying at a five star resort. Yeah. yeah. What about Costa Rica? I've never been there. I, I love Costa Rica. So I've been there three yeah. times. Oh, jeez. I would like to go on some of those tours, like to Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've or even Japan. That? Somebody's no, I've yeah, never done it. Somebody a, uh, like a laugh factory or something. Yeah, yeah. Japan I was just somebody's just telling me they just did a week in Japan. Is that it's great. It's all expats. Mm-hmm. They're all looking for something to do. Mm-hmm. People keep telling me that there's a group in Korea that brings comics over. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm Korean. I'm perfect. I should go there. But uh, I'd, I'd actually rather go to Japan because I've been to Korea. I'm mm-hmm. Korean. My, my family there and I've been there. And I'm like, I'd rather go to Hong Kong or yeah. Japan or like someplace Bangkok. I've never been. Yeah. Do you ever get, do you ever get to take off any time on those ships and see anything cool? That what? Do you ever get to take off any time on those ships? We were talking oh, before ships. we started. Um, we were talking. Bobby's been doing a lot of cruise ships. Not lately. Um, he says with a smile. <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I I it, to me cruise ships aren't something that I would ever do because just say you go on the you have to they tell you what to do. But you did them though. No, I know. Right. But I'm saying I would me myself I wouldn't take a cruise. I'm not I'm talking about stand up. Well, I'm not you're talking about stand up if I ever take time off to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying if you're ever on the cruise working and you get a And if there's a book or cruise docked. ship bookers listening to this I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. Um, no, what I'm saying is, do you get it like when they dock and you just take off and run around? I do. Turks and Caicos? I do. Yeah, I've done that. Usually I just, I, I, I walk around. Yeah. Like in Cosmel, I'll walk around. I mean, I don't go scuba diving or anything like that. I would, but right. it's just a hassle. You know, and they want to put you on those tours, so you got to go with all you know the other people. You know, I kind of just like to go off on my own. Or, is it true <sighs> that everyone is fat on those cruises? No, so like, I think it's it like depends. the stereotype that I it keep depends hearing. on the cruise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some plush cruise ships, and then there's you know there's the, the cattle people. call ones. <laughs> yeah, and there's fat ones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's uh yeah. I went through all the Caribbean and stuff, yeah. but I have a friend who lives in the Cayman Islands. So whenever I dock there, I just go hang out with him, oh, or cool. I just go on the beach, you know, mess around. But the worst thing, the worst thing I could think of about a cruise is eating it in your show and then having to go to the buffet with everybody yeah. you just ate it in front of. Done that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat at the crew mess that night. Oh really? Yeah. It's like my buddy Gary Brightwell does a lot of military. He did a submarine. He did no. a submarine. No. And I'm like, could you be There's any no way more off, confined? You have to do good. Like you have to. You can't not. I don't. You know. can't yeah. eat it because you just turn. You like your your stage is just you facing this way. And did you he turn around? Own, you're off stage. Did he have his own room? I don't know. I think they, they all sleep in cots or like bunks, That's like, so a, crazy. like a rock performing bus. Performing on a submarine. I don't know if I could do that. I'd get claustrophobic. So he's I, sleeping. Mm. In cots. Like bunks, like bunks. those metal bunks that yeah, come out of the wall. Oh, and imagine if people are talking about his show and he's trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that comic sucked. <laughs> Jesus. You know, now I think about it, it might have been an aircraft carrier. <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, there's still no way off. Yeah, yeah, you're still not going anywhere. 
Have you ever done that? Have you ever like been in the bathroom after? And that's just general. I'm just looking at Bobby in oh, the bathroom yeah. after a show, and you're like peeing or in the stall. Well, who has? Every comic <laughs> has heard audience members say something bad. You know, I, I, <laughs> no, no, we no? haven't. No, no, no Bobby. <laughs> I find the most. I find me. the most awkward like if someone's had a better set than you, and then you're standing next to them at the end, and, and the they're show? like, yes. "You were great." They point to the other comic, and then they look at you and they go. And you were good too. <laughs> or like, oh yeah, and you were okay. And they just walk away and you're like, Whoa. Yeah, and all they'll say, you were my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Right in front of yeah. you, you're standing right next to them. You were so good. You were my favorite. I really did like her material. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that, I got that one. It's before. worse when it comes from your parents. <laughs> yeah. no, no, yes. My father, I went back to Wisconsin and I opened up for somebody and... Um, after the show, we're all outside talking. I'm like, Dad, so what'd you think? He goes, you were good, but that headliner, now he was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank oh you for God. your support, Thanks, Dad. Dad. I don't like. I don't have. I don't have the gumption. Like, I see these guys who will sell merchandise, no matter what, no matter how the show went. They're just out there with a big smile on their face, pushing their shirts and CDs. And, you know, there's I eight agree. people in the audience. It's crazy. But they're just, hey, thanks for coming. We've got CDs over here. And people are just, you know, pretending they don't have peripheral vision and just walking right past them. I don't know if people can do it. If I have a, if I have an, if I, on a scale of one to 10, if I have a seven, I'm going back to the hotel room. Like, I'm not hanging out. Really? Yeah. Really? So you only feel comfortable hanging out if you've killed? Not quite killed, but. More than a seven. More, yeah, seven or up, maybe wow. six. Wow, I actually got. I, I have I, high standards, though. My sevens are like your guys' tens. <laughs> yeah, so if you bomb, you're out. Oh, if I bomb, I'm not. I'm not even like waiting for. You know, I'm not even waiting to get paid. If I'm getting paid, I mail it. <laughs> Throw it in the mail. <laughs> yeah, it is the worst feeling. Although I got some good advice over the years from veteran comics who are like, always act like you crushed. That's always yes. act like really? you crushed. Yes. Yeah. I've and yes. I and that really helps because if you act that way, yes. people respond like that. It's like a weird form of hypnotism. Well, yeah. it perpetuates because it. if you say to someone, "Oh, I ate it," they could say, "Oh, she ate it on stage," and then the rumors just get back. Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh, she bombed on," mm-hmm. and the next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's like the worst thing. Interesting. I've yeah. never heard that. So even if I've had like, I mean, unless I really ate it, I always act like I crushed. And what is that? Just high fiving people as you walk hey, off stage? You know, people were like, "Oh, you were." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. I had a great time. Really? Yeah, it was yes. amazing. Yeah, that was yeah. so much fun. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm dying inside, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I had a shot. That was totally. Going home I'll, and I'll, I'll wait. My, I'll wait to cut myself when I get back to the hotel. <laughs> but when I'm at the club, I'll be like, oh my god, I had a blast. Thank you. Well, that fits your personality, though. Yeah, and it really it does. It is self perpetuating huh. because people will. People, it really has like a weird hypnotic effect. People are like, oh yeah, she did good. Mm-hmm. She oh, did interesting. good. Interesting. Yeah. But do you think that could work with like Bobby since he's so low key? I think it'll work bubbly. for anybody. I do, too. I do. I think I do. it would work for anybody. And I have gotten this advice from from a number of, of veterans over mm-hmm. the years where they're like, never let it show that you feel you didn't do well. I do. Never sh- let that show. Wow. Well, the other thing is, we're we're the harshest critics of ourselves, True. right? True. So like you, in your mind, you think you had a five when you probably had a seven. Yeah. Exactly. So like, if you act like you had a five, people think you had a five, even though they were thinking you had a seven. Right. Well, tonight you know, when I eat it at the improv, I'm fucking, I'm fucking body surfing chest, a way yeah. off, man. I'm fucking high-fiving my way out of the room. 
Yeah, it really it really works because it it does it does sort of get back, even to the other comics and the bookers mm-hmm. and the managers and stuff. It really but works. But sometimes people are delusional. Like, they go, oh yeah, that was great. I'm like, that was great. Yeah, that's that's the other, that's what. Yeah, you know how you some people who might eat it and they they think it. They, I I it love it because all of us have a name in our mouth <laughs> that we want to say, and we're just like mm, that guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You can't beat your chest too hard, but you just you walk off with confidence, going, "All right, I I did well." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you ate it, you can even spin that and go, "Yeah, you know." It wasn't my grit. It wasn't my best, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I I, I think it re- it really helps me mentally because I'm really hard on myself. I think it would help all of anybody mentally, and then it it just helps. I don't know. There's just like you leave feeling better, and there's a better energy around you. Mm. I'm gonna try it next time. I have a seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're talking about the best place to be flown. Is that a, that's cool? The best place to be uh, flown to to work. What about the worst place you've ever gone? to work as a stand-up Bobby, not fucking fixing tires or whatever you did. The worst, treble. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There used to, and I feel bad saying this because she was so nice, but there used to be a show at the laundromat. Did you ever do that? In Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. I drew my line. I did not, I, I drew the line. I'm like, I'm not, I've done almost every place else, but I drew the line at the laundromat. It was, the thing is, sometimes it was fun if there was a mm-hmm. bunch of comics, that, you know, it's, you're playing the comics or whatever, and they're, they might stop, but sometimes it was absolutely brutal because people are doing their laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of that, that he's talking about a laundromat down in on the east side of Los Angeles that somebody started, and she lives in the Philippines now, I think. Oh, she does. Yeah, and I forget. I'm blanking on her name. Um, but it'd be kind of like came a staple here, probably before you got out I've here. I've heard, Holland. I've heard so many stories. It's very legendary. Like yeah, a lot yeah. of comics have done it. I think, I think it was on Last Comic Standing mm-hmm. at yeah. one point, and yeah. and it was either, yeah, it was. I could see where you would draw the line, um, but I, I don't know. I kind of, I wish I had that experience just to have it. Well, I'm. It wasn't always bad, but yeah, sometimes yeah. it was rough. Yeah, we got kids. Like we're talking families are doing their laundry there and there's like a little arcade section and you know, (laughs) people are running around subway there. Yeah. There's a subway you could eat. You didn't get for free. You had to pay. But, uh, I drew a line. There was a loss, a show in Los Angeles at the Starbucks, uh, (laughs) in the Beverly connection, which is a mall, which is a little mall next to the Beverly center. So there's a Beverly Center, which is a big mall out here, and then there's a little mall next to it. And I was like, no. I went down there because my buddy was doing it. And the, it was in, like through a little practice amplifier mm-hmm. the mic was set through, but it was by the door. So you're like, gling, 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 every time somebody walked through, and then they would order, and then you'd be through your punchline, and it'd be like, Bobby, ice latte. <laughs> Frappuccino for Lang. Lang, am I saying that right? <laughs> and I walked, and I walked in, and I'm like, I'm never doing this. I'm never doing this. Oh, I got one. I did Idaho State, and they had me perform at a fair. <laughs> a fair, a like fair. with like with like pig me- no, measuring like or a, a carnival kind of th- not like a like a street fair, you know? Okay. And so like there was booths everywhere. I mean, so like next to me, someone might they might have been selling T-shirts or whatever <laughs> outside. People just walking by, and I'm supposed to hold the crowd. That are just walking by. Hilarious. Really? Yeah. Just so you're like a you're like a barker. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, basically doing your act in the middle of a street. <laughs> Did anybody stop, or were they just keep walking? 
they 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 listened a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I remember there was a uh, a uh, article in the school newspaper the next day. <laughs> <laughs> And they just they, not very flattering. They said the number five. Yeah. <laughs> they said, well, he acted like he had a good set. <laughs> he held his head he up high. It. He sold it. Oh, walking I, audience. Stop that, Helen. Speaking of like bling bling, you were saying there was a ding 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 ding. Okay. I literally once performed at a Dave and Buster's video no, arcade. Really? Yes, in Times Square in New York. All right, those, those are nationwide. I don't have to explain what a Dave & Buster's is. Dave & Buster's are yeah. huge arcades. They're huge arcades. With like pinball machines and like those... Um, Fake golf? Like you can, yeah, actually, you can actually drive ski, ski. ski. That's Yeah, that's the ski ball and you know the little mini basketball things. And They're huge. There's one it's like a full-on like gaming video arcade situation. So it's like mostly teenagers. And a bar. And there was drink. Yeah. and food, right? And food. and food. Yeah, it's like yeah. So there was a flagship one in the middle of Times Square in New York, and they decide that they want to try to start a comedy night, which no. would be great if they had like a room separately, Assignment, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But no, what they literally did is they pulled a curtain, like basically pulled a curtain across, but you could still hear the ding, 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 whoop, 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 ding, 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 like on the other side of the curtain. And so, and they set up this little like, you know, dinky, rinky dink, like two by four little microphone and they hooked it up and you're like trying to tell jokes. People are ordering food. People are ordering drinks. Me, literally behind you, behind this curtain. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I won. Oh my God. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Whoop, whoop. And you're like, oh God, why did I ever start stand up? <laughs> why didn't I go to dentistry school like mom said? I think that's one of my favorite things about doing college gigs, quote unquote favorite, air quotes again, right. is that like in college gigs, you know, you're the only comic and there's, and it's usually some awkward 18 year old that has to introduce you. <sighs> and I've literally had like the nerdy student government, you know, secretary uh-huh. who, who like, I once had a kid go up to the mic holding like a bag, like a Subway sandwich in his hand and being like, uh... So we're uh, doing comedy now, and the comedian's name is Helen Hong, and <laughs> and he goes on even after he said her name. Yeah, she's funny, and she's been in some TV shows. I can't remember. I wrote it down, but I can't remember. All right, and then wanders <laughs> off, and you're like, okay, yeah, you go know, for me. <laughs> at colleges, if if a kid who wants to be a comic wants to do time in front of me, I'm like, do as much as you yeah. want. If you want to do 35, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but they so oftentimes they're as bad as, they can be as bad as they could be good. You know what I mean? Like they, oh, they, it's painful. They oh, might, I don't think Bobby's you going for have quality to, here. You might have to <laughs> dig yourself out of that kid's hole. Yeah, that's true. But, but if you're doing those lunchtime cafeteria shows, yeah. you're, how much farther in the hole can you start? Can you go when you're yeah. that deep? When right. you're standing next to the jukebox? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I'll well, do in New York, you you know, if you if you have a college or you have someone who has a car, you know, yeah, pay them a couple hundred bucks, absolutely, and yeah, cover gas or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you know you can split the show up a little. Yeah, bit. and if they're from New York, they're usually you know they're at least. Yeah, they gonna, at least yeah. know their. And you've seen them. Yeah, I did that with an ex-girlfriend who was a comic. No. Yeah, Awkward. I took I took a run up through Oregon. I'm like, hey, come with me. Do five minutes. You drive. And drive. You drive. And pay for gas. <laughs> no, nice. I paid for gas. I'm romantic. 
Did <laughs> <laughs> you throw in a meal here and there? Here and there. I paid, you know, I t- told her I paid for the hotel rooms, but they came with the thing anyway. I did a Christmas party once that was like in somebody's living room. Really? Yeah. And it was like for a, for a very small office. Obviously, like this company had like, you know, 20 employees. And it was like at somebody's house. And this guy had seen me in New York at Gotham Comedy Club. And was like, you were so funny, and please come play my Christmas party, and it was great money. And I go, and these people are having like a perfectly fine time milling around this person's house having a Christmas party. And then I stand up in the middle of the living room like, <laughs> yeah. hey guys, want to hear some jokes? And they're like, what is happening right now? And it was awful. It was awful. But this guy had this idea in his mind that his living room was going to be transformed into Gotham Comedy Club, and it's not. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap things up. Uh, anybody uh, want to tell a story that they forgot to tell or we didn't get to? Great. <laughs> Everybody did their homework. Bobby, this podcast is called Road Stories. It's about the road. I don't All know right. if you read the email. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get your start? In stand-up? No. All right. Guys, thank you so much. I'm so glad you guys came on today. Um, Bobby, it's been a while. I'm glad you finally got you on there. Sorry you had to drive in from Studio City. No, it was worth it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Awesome. Helen? Thank you, Murray. Always this is, glad to see this you. This is amazing. And I, now I see how you live, and it's really nice. It's dope. Murray's, uh, Murray's house is beautiful. Oh, thank you very it's much. A beautiful home. That's sweet. Lang? Yes. It's always fun bickering with you. Always. All right. Uh, where can we catch everybody? Helen? Um, I'm going to be in this movie, Epic, that's out this weekend. I have one line in this it's animated, animation. Yeah, okay. animated epic. And then I'm going to be in the upcoming Coen Brothers movie, as awesome. you know. Excellent. Bobby? Oh, okay. Helen Hong website? HelenHong.com. Okay, HelenHong.com. Irvine Improv on Sunday. And then June. Wait, this goes up Monday. Okay. Uh, June 6th, I'll be in Detroit with Spade. Oh, nice. He's throwing out the pitch at the Tigers-Dodgers game. And you're going to do 20 up front? And then we're going to yeah, <laughs> in front of the game, yeah. And then we're doing Motor City Casino. I don't know. That sounds familiar. So the May 30th, I'll be at the Improv in Ontario for the Vagina Dialogue <laughs> uh, show. And They talk to each other. Exactly. We all get in a, cir- a semicircle and talk. Um, and then the gallery June 1st in El Camino Real, Old Town, and, uh, oh, yeah, and in San Juan Capistrano, the Camino Real Playhouse, June 8th. All right. I'll be at a, the Penis Talk Show. In- <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, uh, you know, uh, MarieValeriano.com. Um, shirts are up if you want to go to the shop there. Uh, you guys will be going home with a shirt today uh, for doing it Sweet. as a thank you. Um, so I still have shirts in stock. So if anybody wants to... Purchase them in time for the holidays and uh, Twitter at Murray V and I'll be in Chicago, Chicago Improv, June 8th and 9th headlining that. So I got some tickets uh, still available there. Go to the improv.com or hit me through the website. Schomburg. Schomburg, It's a great club. Yeah, it's big. It's huge. It's like 700 seats or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. And guys, thank you so much for doing the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You want to know about life on the road? 
It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon